This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Too fast, section four and five, great. Uh, it was hopping. I didn't think it was over. Come get the left. It's in park. We'll come down. We'll take left here. You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Early morning Monday after Phoenix. Not a great weekend, obviously. Uh, the car showed some promise here and there, but for the most part, it uh, was a bit of a struggle. So we, um, you know, had a little bit of a tire issue. The bead failed on the right rear tire, and uh, I guess the nine car had the exact same issue. You know, it's just a heat issue with the brakes, but I don't know for sure, you know, exactly what causes that. We, you know, only two cars in the whole field had that happen. So we had adequate cooling compared to other cars on the track. So I don't know, maybe, you know, some uh, some re- weird things going on there, but not a lot of people had that problem. So I don't think it's a, a global issue with the Goodyear tires. So, I, you know, can't really point a finger at those guys. Anyhow, uh, we'll try to figure out how we can avoid that happening again. Even with, you know, even without that going on, I don't know how well we would have done. I spent on pit road, and you just in them short 300 lap races, you can't be fooling around making mistakes like that. I'd always been real conservative over my career, and this year I've been trying to step it up a little bit and see, and see if I can be more aggressive, and it caught me. So um, we had a bit of a miscalculation on the on the um on the tack for pit road speed but still uh we we have an opportunity when we're out there on pace laps before the race to understand what our pit road speed is and i just pushed it a little bit harder got aggressive but we uh we can fix that that's easy to fix anyhow uh we didn't really tear the car up too bad i think it probably knocked a rear clip off of it but we didn't really hit the wall that hard the only reason we couldn't get back out there mainly was because the automatic fire extinguishers went off in the car and those are time consuming to replace and with uh, very little of the race left uh, we didn't think we'd be able to get back out there to improve our position so no point in getting out there and getting in the way if we can't get anything done so there is a rule that you can't you can't go out there with a race car without fire extinguishers uh, and all the specified locations and there you have it the tire caught on fire after it blew trying to drive the car back to the pits and it probably did some other damage to brake lines and so forth that uh we didn't know about at the moment at the time that we would have had to repair so it would have been uh, a difficult repair it also broke the right front upper control arm on this front suspension kind of tagged the wall with the right front just a little bit and that was enough to break the right front um, control arm so a lot of issues there to be able to repair to get back out there um, Greg made the call, which I agree with, not to do it. And, uh, you know, we just go around and gather all the guys up and tell them all that we're going to go to Fontana and get back on track. It's a long season. You're going to have adversity. You're going to have problems. It's you know, it's a little bit easier to take when you can under, you know, kind of understand it's a problem that you can either fix or it's out of, you know, something out of your hands, out of your control that's not, you know, not part of the race car and something that, something that's your responsibility. So... That's uh, that's the best way I can look at it. We'll um, we'll get back together and and go to Fontana. I, lo- I love Fontana. A lot of different grooves, fun racetrack. 
we should be able to go out there and be real competitive. I'm looking forward to it. So we run the high line a little bit there, which is always fun. So should be a fun race. And and that's that, y'all. I'll talk to you later. All right. Good stuff from uh, Dale Jr. As always, doesn't matter how great the day is or how bad the day is, we always appreciate uh, hearing from him. He's, in fact, here right now while we're uh, talking. Mike Davis is with him somewhere in this building. We do have <laughs> Miss Amanda. we got TJ. I'm Taylor. We've got the brand-new dog, Gus. We've been hanging out with him. We're watching Gus while Junior and Mike are talking about something in some room. Gus doing, is yeah, Gus probably is doing nothing. Just hanging, huh? Joking. Gus is a beautiful dog. I will say that. Good-looking boy. He's uh, from Oregon, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Washington, one of them. Same thing. Well, yeah. Oregon and Washington are very close to <laughs> each other. The northwest region sure of the, the country. Huh? I'm sure the people in the great northwest <laughs> yeah. would like to tell TJ the difference between those two wonderful states. But uh, well, it's a beautiful you know. part of the country. <laughs> and uh, I think Miss Amy went up there to get him into last week. And uh, yep. he is a beautiful dog. So we've uh, had fun hanging out with him. Yeah, it stunk. I mean, what do you want to say? Sunday was terrible. It stunk. Yeah. Kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Texas last year after hitting the grass and finishing DFL, if you will. Uh, it didn't have a lingering issue, Texas, no. last year. You, you just, you know, no, it's just for the next race. Yeah, yeah, you just have one of those days, you know. I kind of knew. We, we kind of struggled, not as a car. We struggled a little bit as a car. But, I mean, we I had us pinned as 6th to 12th place car after practices and stuff. And, yeah. you know, if we get if we get some track position, yeah, we probably could have finished a little bit better than that. But. I think we just um I think the whole company was just a little bit off there a little bit because no we you know we weren't all four cars you know the 5 seemed to be the strongest car and the 24 could could hang in there and and the 48 kind of did the you know drop way back he had that penalty or had that tire in the beginning or whatever then came back up through then went back a little bit but when I say get back up there he got to like 8th or ninth. Mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't like he was charging through there so I think we just um missed it as a whole in Phoenix a little bit and um you know, obviously we had that tire problem, and I'm not I'm not saying we would have came out of there fifth after that, but you know we we could have got a couple of good restarts in the right lane or something, and maybe ended up sixth or seventh or something. You know, made a respectable day out of it still, but yeah, I was uh, I'm glad I missed it. I, I listened to Amanda's friends at yeah. uh, MRN to the entire race on my way back from the SEC tournament, also known as the Kentucky Pep Rally, in <laughs> yeah. uh, in Nashville, and and listened to the whole thing. And, and by the way. Rusty's great on the radio. Great addition uh, having him on uh, MRN this year. Yeah, that it was, was a, it was fun a coup for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but like Amanda put in our, our notes here, uh, MRN on Twitter uh, said it was right rear issues having to do with lower horsepower, more speed, and heat in the tire in the mid-corner. You just heard Dale kind of allude to it, and it's kind of a fluky thing. Only two cars in the field experienced yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like our car was – there's no way I feel like we our car was like um you know gonna be hotter than the rest of them. I just think you know we might have just got a tire that didn't like it as well. You know I'm not saying it's Goodyear's fault, but you know it's like running over a nail. You know so you, a fluky set maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Or or yeah. maybe maybe something happened that run that it ran a little bit hotter. Who knows? You know I I don't know. Maybe something happened. Maybe it didn't get the the air all the air that it was used to getting somehow or something, and it just blew out you know yeah. you just you, you don't you don't know i mean i think the yeah obviously uh you never want to have something like that happen but it does happen it happens to everybody it's and i'm here to tell you it's going to happen to kevin harvick i know that people don't yeah. think that right now with the way things are going on with his season and the extraordinary historical march he's on but it will happen to him it happened to him a lot last year uh so it's going to happen to everybody how you handle it 
is the big thing. And I think that a lot of people were waiting to see how this entire team would handle this because, again, it happens to everybody. Steve Letarte is extraordinary with crisis management. DJ, you saw it. You lived it on Sunday. How do you think Greg Ives and the boys handled it? Uh, I thought Greg did a great job. You know, Stevie um, Stevie always had this uh, this not-so-serious voice when he would talk, and, you know, he'd always kind of be like, oh, well, you know, yeah. you fix this, you fix that. I'm going to drink a glass of lemonade Will you guys fix he this. He was very under you know, control. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't – he was serious, but he wasn't like – I think Greg – managed the situation very well he thought of a few he thought of a couple things that i didn't even think of at the time and you know he looked at the, at the problems and was like okay well we can fix this this is going to take a little time we're going to have to get this right before we do this i thought he did it well and in being around the guys now with working for him for a for a month or you know over a month now listening to work it's going smooth man i mean you wouldn't it's a little it's a different little bit different attitude but the guys are just as happy and and the work ethic and all the work everyone's working hard the same so it's no that is seamless so i think everything is going great with that and we've conquered everything we've came up on you know we went to the, the 500 ran really good there greg and then put together a great car there with all the new pieces went to the first real race of the season in atlanta and we had a shot at winning yeah and i mean we are i don't think we've lost a beat i think we'll go to fontana and i think we'll have a good car there, and I think we'll be in the ballpark for a win there too. Yeah, first three races, that certainly was the case, and every reason to feel that way uh, for this one. All right, well, let's hear the in-car audio, a couple things here uh, when the wreck happened and what uh, Greg Ives had to say. So what happened there? Lost the right rear. There you go, buddy. Just stay below that yellow line for me there. Whole right rear, Greg. Um, hit with the right or left a little bit. Hey, guys, what we're going to do, we're going to – Try to jack up the right side. We need somebody under the right rear tail. Good. Take out the right side tires. Look at all the fender wells in that right rear. We're going to put the right sides on. Left sides look like they're still aired up. And then we're going to send them back out. Fire. I got coming. And as you, as you alluded to earlier, that's a very in-control crew chief right there. Had a plan. Uh, here is more from Greg Ives about this learning opportunity. Okay, guys. Just so you know, we're not going to put this car back on the racetrack. This is for you guys to learn what we need to do in the case of an accident. We got a right front upper control arm that's bent. It broke off the car. Like I said, suspect right rear. Fire bottles are out of it. We can't we can't uh, risk any of that for uh, one point here. Yeah, and it made all the sense in the world. You know, it's kind of crazy, yeah. the fire extinguisher thing. But um, it is. It's a learning opportunity. Nobody wants to go through that. Everybody's going to be no. frustrated. It's a lost day. It's a lot of people. But you're going to at some point. Self-included that either uh, flip the channel uh, after that, uh, that's a that's a member of this nation, if you will, or listen to another channel on Sirius XM, as was the case with me after that happened. Uh, so you don't want that ever to go on, but you want to handle it very well, and certainly Greg did. Yeah, I thought Greg did a great job. You know, it, the only – I watched the tire blow. It blew actually – probably 50 yards after he went by me and I saw all the pieces come out of the bottom and you know pieces from the tire shredding and um crush panels and stuff inside there I saw that all come out and then it hit the wall at a really weird angle too and I knew that was probably when they hit at weird angles like that it, it, it shifts a lot of stuff and um the only part that made me nervous was whenever he actually caught fire and he said he's on fire I could not see him because I'm all the way down in the middle of turn one and two and you you don't like when you can't see your car, and he pulled up against the wall in on pit lane, and I can't see where he stopped because it's I'm it's like looking 
straight up to yeah. your left a little bit, a ways away, and they're all the pit boxes and everything are up and all it's that. It's like the opposite side of the mountain. Oh, it's the other side of the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. But it's just I couldn't see him. And, you know, when you say you don't like fire, obviously, and I know where the fire trucks are because they pull them out before every race. There's usually one in each corner and middle of the back stretch sometimes. They pull them out. And we take a mental note that way. If he's ever on fire, you got to get your car to a fire truck, and they can't see. You know, it's better than him stopping way out here on the track when he could get to a fire truck a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? And and um, but you know that's the only part that makes me nervous. But I thought the team did a great job. Greg obviously surveyed the dam is real good, and you don't the way the points are now. One point. I mean, if you get a win, that one point you're is in. that one point Who is. Who cares? Yeah, that point yeah. is you're risking other drivers and your driver. Yeah, you're risking his safety for. You know, one point. Well, and and it was the right decision. There's oh, no yeah. question. Now, if you're in the case of in situation Matt Kenseth was in last year and you never won, yeah. you know, then yeah, you you got to do whatever you can. And even though again, they yeah. still made the right choice. But like you said, go win a race, and none of that happened matters uh, from yesterday. Last thing about this race before we move on, um, in regards to Kevin Harvick and what he's achieving right now and what that team is doing. Compa- TJ, you've been in the sport for a long time, gone to every race for a long time, or almost every race for, yeah. for a long time. About 11 years. Uh, you have seen Kyle Busch have incredible runs in the Nationwide, now Xfinity Series, and at the Cup level. You've seen Tony Stewart in the chase win five of the ten races to win a championship, which was remarkable. Jimmy Johnson and all that he's accomplished speaks for itself. What, Dale Jr. at restrictor plate uh, tracks at Talladega yeah. especially. Same about, thing, uh, four in a row. Yeah, right? it's crazy. Uh, what about what Harvick's doing right now? How would you compare that to what you've seen? Um, it's it, it's an incredible accomplishment for them, especially in this day and age. You know, it, the competition now is so close, and, and, and so it's so hard to do. But when you get hot, you're hot. You know, it, it's all about getting hot at the right time in this stuff. And obviously, winning a race early in the year sure does relieve a lot of pressure. We've been in that situation. Now we're on the other side of it, trying to trying to get into the chase already. But, you know, it's it's – it's pretty amazing what they've accomplished, and, you know, if, we'll see if they can keep it going. You know, it's yeah. tough to keep going. You no, never it is. know. It really he could is, go especially next week this early in the year, yeah. He could blow a tire on lap two next week, and he'll be And the right, mojo's gone, and then, yeah. He's right with everyone else. That's a good point. Amanda, should we ask uh, TJ about his trip out west? Should we, you know, you, well, you never know. We what, saw it documented on. We, we you did. know what? I did have a question, oh, and okay. I, I'm Taylor. I'm so glad you just brought this up. I saw that Dale tweeted out a picture and it showed TJ with a selfie stick. Did yeah, you happen to see I, that? I absolutely okay. did. And all I could all think right. was, why I on did. earth does TJ have a selfie stick? I mean, TJ, you're a pretty cool guy. That's kind of nerdy, man. You got a selfie stick at the Grand it's Canyon? It's not really a selfie stick. Then what is it? It's for a GoPro, and that's not really a selfie stick. Selfie did you have stick? a GoPro on it, or did you have your camera? I did have a GoPro. Okay. That's the only thing you can put on it. It's a GoPro. Oh, okay, because in the picture and it looks I like your phone. And I bought it. No, it's not my phone. Junior owns one for the phone, though. I will go ahead and say that. <laughs> so Junior has a selfie yes, stick. Yes, he's got it. It's at his house in Key West. Just, Because just he called you out on Twitter and it's said it was not, a selfie stick. He, doesn't, he didn't look at it uh, close enough, I guess. But I bought it so I could – when we went to Disney, we, we went to Disney with my little girl, and I wanted to be able to take it on rides with her and see, okay. you know, and see her because she's a thrill seeker, and I don't ride roller coasters that go upside down. And she's the type that – Hands are up, straight up in the air, screaming, having fun, and I'm sitting there like, no, just no, let no, me no. off this thing. All right, you know, I'll be good when it's over. But I bought it to record her reaction and stuff, so it doesn't hold your phone or a, c- a camera. It's for a GoPro. Mm. I don't really, it's not really called a selfie stick. So you're doing pan- panoramic views of the Grand Canyon with your GoPro. 
Well, I took some video, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. The, well, no, I, I'm glad you clarified that. Am. I feel and, a little bit better and, now, I mean, actually. In, in his defense, Junior was doing panoramic <laughs> shots, obviously. He did, because I ruined two or three of them. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty cool shots. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously you guys saw some pretty cool things. Had a fun time. Yeah, it was a it was a fun trip. You know, obviously that's the longest I've ever been that I've been away from home from my little girl. Just the four of you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Tyler kept his girlfriend as well, so um, it was fun. You know, Sunday night we went hung out. Um, woke up with a headache Monday. (laughs) Um, it happens. Just we just hung out. We hung out Monday and just kind of. Sat at a bar up top and just kind of watched people walk by and just hung out in the shade. It was beautiful weather too. And Wednesday we uh, hopped in the car and we drove to a couple little towns. We stopped. Uh, he got on some app that he has on his phone to find a couple little places to eat lunch. And we stopped in some little, some little town outside um, Vegas. And and that was where a woman um, told him he looked a lot like himself. You look a lot like Dale Jr. Yeah, yeah. that was interesting. It was funny he tweeted that. Yeah, uh, but that, that that place was cool. But we stopped there and then. We went down this this straight straight um, road that didn't have nothing. It's just weird looking. You look off and like a mile off the road, there's like a bunch of trailers or campers or something. A little community. I don't know what it is, but we drove to the Grand Canyon. Um, we got there and we went to the Hoover Dam first. Then went to the Grand Canyon all on the same day, and then went to a cool little town called Sedona, and it was a really neat town. Um, I got a really comfortable pull-out couch in the living room. It was really cool. Fireplace to myself. Nice. Woke up in the morning, walked out on the deck, saw some little pigs, whatever they have, roaming around there. Called <laughs> They're called javelinas. <laughs> so that was interesting. Adventures like wild TJ. boars? Yeah. I love they, this. they were like mini- miniature wild boars. and. Huh. It's cool. It's super You never nice know place. where he's going to go, do you? <laughs> yeah. You just don't. But, yeah. I mean, I did actually. Really comfortable pull-out couch. Yeah, <laughs> little things in life really matter to It was comfortable pull-out couch. They had a great room service, Caesar salad, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a I wild went, trip. I got, was, man, you went nuts. I wake up super early out there, so I this little place didn't have like any doors on or anything, so I <laughs> I woke up. I went in there like a four-year-old and woke them up like, guys, time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> TJ waking up Junior and Amy. That's I thought I said Amy, you gotta wake up. There's pigs outside. You gotta come look. <laughs> uh, this is I got just, a video too. This is too much. Well, <laughs> put it on. Put it on Twitter. Go for it. See how uh, everybody reacts to that. All right. Well, good adventures with uh, TJ, Amy, and Junior uh, on the trip out west. Unfortunately, had a bad result in Phoenix, but going back out there this week, obviously, and hoping for. Much better results. All right, before we get into Reaction Theater, let's take a moment to remind everyone how to get a pair of spy shades at a discount. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mode, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies. All styles include the Happy Lens technology. Once at checkout, enter discount code DAYTONA and receive 20% off of your purchase. Let's hear what we got. Oh, yeah. I'd like to start off by saying that wasn't worth a damn. I ain't never heard of nobody melting a bead on a right rear. Anyway, let's hope like hell we can get something going in California. I know they struggle there, but they got a whole a whole lot better there the last few years. Also, not real big fan of Kevin Harvick, but the man can do a burnout. Anyway, I'll give you all a Dale Yeah anyway just for showing up. Hashtag three beers. There you go. I was saying, what is it, Couch Crew Chief? Couch Crew Chief. Monday Couch Crew Chief. I like that. That's good. <laughs> it's rare they bl- they, uh, they do that. Yes. It is rare, but it's... I would go with rare happens. as opposed to never. Yeah. never. I mean, yeah. he must have a good notebook. <laughs> Who's next? 
like, you know what? F good year in there, bull tired. I'm sick of this. <laughs> Junior was gonna have a good solid finish, and Goodyear decided to f it up. I'm sick of this. Anyways, hopefully Dale Jr. has a good finish next week at Auto Club, and hopefully we'll get the win. Again, it was a conspiracy, TJ. They were I trying to it. help Harvick and hurt Junior. Goodyear was. Yeah, Come on, I now. don't. I mean, I, you know, Goodyear needs to stop hammering us with them tires. I can't stay it anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not Goodyear's fault. They they got to produce so many tires. It's, you know, look at all the other cars that have a problem here and there. It just happens. It's part of the sport. That's it's like it a deflated works. ball in New England. <laughs> we don't need to go to that controversy. <laughs> Deflated balls. Here we go. Who's next? Well, damn, that sure was tough. I'm really, really, really pissed right now. You know, the car wasn't running too good, but they were planning the damn strategy to get us back up the damn field. I knew we were going to do it. I knew we were going to get a top ten, maybe even a top five. We didn't have enough for them four cars. But I just have to say, this is all Jimmy Johnson's fault. Mm. You know, he, he gives us all his good cars to Rick Hendrick and gives him all the damn cars. I'm so pissed. Freaking hashtag four beers. Well, I mean, blame J.J. I love it. When el when all else fails, blame uh, J.J., and uh, that's always works well, T.J. Yeah. I mean, Junior, uh, Jimmy will take responsibility for that. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, come on, man. It's all your fault. Stop giving us the junk cars, all right. even though Jimmy's car wasn't any better. No. I mean, yeah. Dang it, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, why did you do it? Uh, and just uh, that's the way it goes. It seems Mike's finally out of his meeting. Mike has uh, made it and uh, made it for caller number four of Reaction Theater. <laughs> You're a little bit late. He looks just like he just, got, he looks just, like just got the playground. <laughs> just a little late. <laughs> what I miss, fellas? Uh, you, uh, some nothing. Avelinas, hey, well, some <laughs> you missed. Uh, can you okay. give me a quick recap? Yes, I can. <laughs> I, give, I can give you a recap. It's all Goodyear's fault. Okay. It's all Jimmy Johnson's fault. Of course. Couch crew chief. Uh, yeah, we had a couch crew chief. Javelinas. Uh TJ woke up Amy and Junior at 5 o'clock in the morning and no, said, come on. it wasn't on, that early. Come it was on, there's, early. there's little piggies outside. Let's go see well, them. There was pigs outside. And I had yeah. a great pull-out couch in Sedona. Yep. Uh, uh, we, we were, all of us feel Greg Ives did a very good job of damage control. It, was stu it stunk that you couldn't get back on the track. But, hey, when the extinguishers go out, that's, that's what happens. So there's your recap. Thank you, fellas. Yeah, it's been pretty good. All right. You can leave now. I'm just not. Yeah, I can leave now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rest of Reaction Theater. Here we go. Ah, After cooling off and having a few beers and thinking about it, now I'm outside smoking a cigar. I come to the realization we did the same damn thing at Texas last year. There's 43rd, and yet we still were a contender for the championship. I'm not too worried about this. I think Junior and Greg Ives are just starting to mesh, and this was a real opportunity for them to figure out how to fix the car when it does get into a wreck. Now, the fire, <laughs> well, great balls of fire is all i got to say. Uh, so I'm out. Hashtag four beers, half a bottle of Jack. Wow. Now, that's a lot of fun. He threw in some Jack. I didn't have any beers or any Jack, and we came to the same exact conclusion. Yeah. It's like Texas last year. Forget it. Move on. No big deal. I will say, though, Texas was kind of self-inflicted. Yeah, I was going to say. When you run through the grass. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you also and by the way, <laughs> you want to blame someone, Junior destroyed Jimmy's day in Texas last that's year. True. Well, he should have been in front of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. make what are own, you doing behind us? You make your own luck in racing, yeah, man. That's a good point. I learned on Sunday there's a such thing as a better 43rd place finish than another 43rd place But it still was fluky, is my point. And it didn't, yeah. I don't expect it to have a lingering effect. I no. don't. I don't. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. this was a better 43rd place. This was probably the best 43rd place finish I remember in Junior's career. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. I mean, we could have just ran 43rd straight up, but we That's didn't. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. At least we had a reason. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> yeah, I could not believe how y'all run this race this time. Y'all, it was pitiful. 
Y'all got all that good equipment, and y'all could not do nothing on the restart. And Dale was trying so hard, he sped down pit road. Way to go, Dale. You run really hard, but y'all are, y'all are to be ashamed of yourself with the equipment y'all have the way y'all run. But anyway, catch him next week, Dale. Go. So there you go. It's all Hendrick Motorsports' fault. Dale Jr. is just trying to help things out by speeding down pit road, even though he took full responsibility yeah. for it in his uh, remarks at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, I think we actually really did have a miscalculation for his pit road reading. We that that pace car reading just for your all you couch crew chiefs notes there. The pace car reading they give us in the beginning of the race is not what we use. They give you a five miles an hour buffer. You, if you're going to run 45, then you're going to run 49. And you're going to destroy me on pit road. So you have to push the envelope there, and we only have one way to do that. And that's math. You know they got to measure pit road and figure out do the math on it, how fast, what gear you got and all that stuff. And they got to do the math. Well, apparently, you know, we just missed it a little bit and his tack was programmed wrong. Um, hmm. You know, it, it was just a little bit off and we got busted for it. So that's all hey, we can do. Yeah. Move on. Who's next? 5150, somebody call the <laughs> Rally back from that speeding ticket on pit road. Came back, was running pretty good, making way back to the front, and boom! Nationwide. Anyway, heads up. Not over yet. Let's keep going forward. This is the year. Dale, yeah. I like that. You got to send that guy something, man. That's pretty That's cool. That's pretty strong. That five, you one, gotta, five, he threw in some Dirks Bentley <laughs> and yeah. a sponsor. I'm going to tell you what. If we ever speed again, I'm not telling him he sped up hurt. I'm going to start saying that. Five, <laughs> one, just, five, yeah. oh. <laughs> Download some Dirks Bentley and just put it up <laughs> to your microphone <laughs> Amanda, there. Amanda, we, we can track that guy down, right? I think I can do Amanda it. Amanda can track uh, it. You know what? We down. are going to send him something. You know why? Because I'm going to send <laughs> – you know what we're going to send? We're going to send that guy a Dirty Mo Radio hat. There okay. we go. Very All good. right, I will yeah. track him down. That's creative. Very creative. I kind of got more of a question than a, a real reaction because the race kind of sucked from where I was sitting. It just was uh, another runaway. And uh, the, the changes that NASCAR has made really seemed to me to not do anything. And I guess that's my question is what, what was the point of reducing horsepower and making changes when the car seemed to be going faster and we have the same exact follow the leader races one car breaks out he gone can't catch him all i can say is i hope that car that breaks out and just crushes the field and uh out in cali is uh dale jr in that old number 88 a track like phoenix they're trying to get the cars to me they're trying to slow them down a little bit in in the corners more when we go to the fast place because they're going so fast and if they get their you know, taking downforce away and, and taking the horsepower out to make them have to drive a little bit in the corner so and go slower at the same time. But you can't just you can't just knock out. You know, hey guys, we're racing without spoiler this year. Yeah. You got to do a little bit at a time. And places like Phoenix are it's a short track, but it's not really a short track. You know, it's pretty it's big and um, it, it's re- fresher repaved there. And it's kind of like I was telling you earlier, it's one groove kind of. If you Without the ability to move around, the guy with the fastest car is going to be hard to beat. And, you know, a couple guys got out front in front of Harvick, but he was running back down. Like, the two-car got way out there one time, and Harvick, you know, came from, like, fourth or fifth, and just slowly. He had the car to beat all weekend. I was watching him in practice, and he was he was fast, really fast. And, you know, I knew he was going to be the guy to beat. But, you know, everyone, you just hope you're – can unload and, and you know hopefully you have the speed to, to run with them but you know 
the rules package is going to be a work in progress. They're going to it's going to it's going to take time, but Phoenix is it it's going to be tough at a place like Phoenix. We're going to see more of a change at mile and a half, I think, before we'll see a big change at Phoenix. And and by the way, the first three races were, I thought were very entertaining. Daytona was extraordinary. The I last, thought Daytona uh, was awesome. Laps, you know, they had so, to drive the heck out of um, Daytona. Yeah, I think everybody needs to put all four races in perspective before they all of a sudden fly off the handle. And you're right. I mean, anytime you change the rules, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a transition. But I don't think this one's that drastic. Last one. Yeah. Go, Junior. Go, Junior. Go. 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 Yo. So we blew a tire. Gonna keep our cool. Even though we on fire. Fontana, maybe Martinsville. Gonna get that win. So have a brew and chill. No, the chips ain't down. Gonna keep our composure because we got a strong team and we ain't no folders. DNS. Yeah, they suck, I know, but Junior Nation still saying, go, 88, go, Dale, yeah, no beers. I, I, it was pretty creative. The part about Martinsville and Fontana. Did anything in that song rhyme? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's where I was just kind of like, I don't really know what hey, we're trying TJ, to do Hey, TJ, all poetry doesn't have to rhyme, man. It's beautiful, Most even if it doesn't rhyme. rhyme. <laughs> no, man, it's I artistic. Did. It's artistic. Haikus don't rhyme, right? <laughs> no, they don't. Can you spell that? <laughs> we don't have that kind no. of time. <laughs> All right, there you go. That is uh, Reaction Theater. Got uh, Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, and then Martinsville, then Texas, then Bristol. It's kind of crazy having Bristol later on the schedule this year, but that's the way things roll. Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best week each week right here on Dirty Mo. Radio. Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide. All right, I'm really excited about the guests we have on It Takes a Nation because, you know what, just about an hour ago, uh, I heard these loud shrills and, and girls just cooing and awing and all this stuff going on. And I'm like, what's the commotion? And the commotion was that Gus, the Dale Jr.'s new dog, is here at the office. Now, I would have assumed right away that it was Renee Key who was the one that just was making the most commotion because let me tell you, Renee Key, she's our receptionist, but she's also, like, I don't know that anybody gives the dogs here more love than Renee. You were basically Killer's guardian because when Junior was out on the road so much. Is that true? That is very true. And so you, you're the receptionist, but you're also, a lot of people that visit Junior Motorsports here, they could often see you outside with Killer, playing with Killer. You took that really hard as well, I know, uh, you know the loss of Killer. That was a sad day for a lot of people, and you were right there at the top of the list. Oh, it was gut-wrenching. Yes, it was. Dale Jr. brings a new dog up to the office today, and he went right to you because on the way over here, Gus had an accident in Dale Jr.'s Chevrolet. He had a little pee-pee. That's not all he had, (laughs) from what I heard. That was in the office. Okay, well, he's, uh, yeah, (laughs) Gus is making his mark all over Mooresville then. Jr. comes into the office, and he says, Hey, Renee, you want to take this dog for a walk? And if it was anybody else, they would be like, you know, I'm working. But Renee, that's sort of what she lives for out here. Is that right? Yes, it is, because they're so sweet. Now, what was your first impression of Gus? He's adorable, but he's going to take a lot of work. Is he because he's a puppy? Yeah, he's 10 weeks old. What kind of dog is he? He's an Irish setter. Okay. Apparently, and see, I came into the show late. Gus was actually in the studio here. Amanda, everything clean? Did we have any accidents? We had no accidents, thank okay. goodness, in here, but he you could tell he was a puppy. He was into everything. Everything. What is your fascination with dogs? Do you have any of your own, or do you uh, just keep Dales? I used to have <laughs> dogs of my own, but now I just keep Dales because I don't need any of my own. Right. I have part-time dogs. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So you feel like you and Gus are going to be big friends, Sure. Huh? Yeah. And do you think that Gus will be here at the shop? I mean, a lot of people used to come mm. just to see Killer. 
it's going to take a long time to take Killer's place. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Killer was so laid back, and he didn't care. Just take my picture. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But you know Killer wasn't always that way. We were just talking about uh, stories about Killer as a puppy. And I'm going to tell you something. Dale Jr. would go qualify. He would, you know, have him on the road. And then we'd go qualify or go to practice. And we'd come back, and, and Dale Jr.'s motorhome would be torn to pieces. That was killer as a puppy. He outgrew that in a big way. Oh, he was very lazy, but he was the sweetest, kindest dog. You could do anything with him. He didn't care. But everybody sees the pictures, how we dressed him up, how we took him here, we took him there. Swimming, he was great. Do you think Dale's going to try to take Gus on the road? A good bit, or is he going to leave him here for a while? Hopefully, he'll take him on the road for a while. No, oh, really? So you, <laughs> oh, Renee doesn't know. want the accidents in her house is the issue right now. <laughs> come, br- come bring Gus to Renee when you got that dog trained, right? No, not really, because he was, he was great on the leash. He was yeah. wonderful, but he's puppy. He's 10 weeks old. I got you. Well, Ten that's weeks. the talk of this uh, the company today. I'm telling you, not a lot of people working hard because Gus is what everybody's talking about. So he's already made an impression. Gus has made the impression on everybody. August, uh, Captain Augustus McRae. That's right. That's the full name. Did you know that, Amanda? Whoa. Where, well, where did that come from? Lonesome Dove. Renee, thank you for being on the Takes a Nation segment, and we just had to talk about dogs right. today. I'm sorry. You're so, welcome. Some weeks you're going to have that. Yes, and in about six months we'll talk about him again. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, folks, just remember Nationwide 88 on Facebook and Nationwide 88 on Twitter. That is your follow for all behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and maybe even a little bit of Gus. Uh, Gus is probably going to find his way on those Nationwide 88 social media channels. So uh, follow them. They've got it covered on the the behind-the-scenes stuff. And don't forget that Nationwide's always on your side. Coming up on Wednesday, we've got (laughs) Ashley Strimmy, wife of David Strimmy, stopping by to chat with Kelly on Fastlane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. Thursday, Regan Smith and Heath White are back with another episode of Junior Motorsports up front. You can also keep up with all of Dale Jr.'s press conferences throughout the year on said Jr. presented by Nationwide. And, of course, don't forget about the Monday recap presented by Spies. We recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Xfinity truck and late model teams as well as Dale's Sprint Cup Series run. I am a guarantee that California is going to be better than Phoenix. Guaranteeing it. I mean. I'm guaranteeing it, Amanda. I, I've got big stones to say something like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, you don't have deflated balls. Yeah. A lot of talk about deflated balls for some reason in the Patriots <laughs> for out of nowhere on this podcast. I'm guaranteeing it, Amanda, better finish in California. All right, put your Vegas bets down. Then yeah, I guess there I'm, you go. I'm Taylor. All right. <laughs> Mike Davis, it's so good to see you. Contribute. White flag. White flag right there. White flag. Here is a look at Junior's calendar this week, plus anything that you need to know that will help you in your life. Ready? Yeah. Junior had a dentist appointment today. Okay. If you haven't gone to the dentist, you probably should schedule one, too. I think I have to go like a week or two. I'll refer to you to Junior's Dentist if you'll refer to me to my next employer after I lose my job for telling you that Junior's (laughs) Dentist. Where he goes to the dentist. (laughs) White flag is sponsored by Dr. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're in the Charlotte area and you're serious about watching college basketball and finding reasons not to be at work, TJ, Whiskey River will be televising every single (laughs) basketball game all day, every day during March Madness. they got great food, and so it's a perfect place for an – Important meeting. Uh, let me say this: they I have great food. I have done live radio shows during the NCAA tournament at Whiskey River. You have, yes, sir. I certainly have. Jr. Rhodes fixed me up there. It's pretty good. It's work. a great spot. To, I'm not kidding. Like I'm not making any money off this. Dalton Rhodes. It is up. a great spot to watch the NCAA tournament. You know what? Then this white flag is sponsored by Whiskey Freaking River. I love That's it. Right. It, it really is a good spot uh, yeah. there in the epicenter. 
But I'm gonna, I, and I will stop by there. But I'm gonna go to the games actually this weekend. Get too. some food there; it's good, Whiskey yeah. River. Games are in in Charlotte, by the way. That's right. Now for an important message: Be a good American citizen and do your taxes on time. Be a good supporter of Dale Hart Jr. Do your taxes on time using TaxLayer.com. Unbelievable. <laughs> do your taxes with TaxLayer.com, and if you're a new user. Use discount code Dell Junior fifteen and get twenty percent off your classic federal return. Slay your taxes with Tax Slayer. On Wednesday, Junior will be at Wild Horse Saloon in Nashville, Tennessee, promoting the upcoming Bristol race. You were just in Nashville. I just was. Is there a great bowl? Did you go to the Wild I Horse? I did not saloon? go there. I was, wish I would have. He'll be unveiling a special paint scheme for the April nineteenth Bristol race, and it's rightly awesome. Did you unveil an awesome paint scheme while you were there, Taylor? No, but they didn't unveil a new Sirius XM studio in Bridgestone yeah, Arena. The car will probably be completely black as well. The walls will be black. It'll be dark. It'll be awesome to try to find. You just totally put out there that Dale Jr. is unveiling a black car. Do you know? No, what I you said just it'll did? probably be black. That's my guess. They always make it hard for me to see. <laughs> oh, all right. This was a TJ Spotter thing. All yes. right, I got it. Now you're getting. Meanwhile, they, meanwhile, you know, Earnhardt fans all over the place went. He's gonna unveil oh, a black car yeah. when it's not black. Yeah. It's yeah. a rainbow. <laughs> all right, here we go. On Thursday, Dale will be doing some media about JRM's upcoming debut in the Camping World Truck Series with driver Cole Custer. So you know that race is the Kroger 250 at Martinsville. It's on Saturday, March 28th. You excited about trucks? I know you're not spotting Cole Custer, TJ. I just want to. I love the excited. truck series. It's fun. So, are you going to spot any JRM truck races, or you got your own know. truck guy? I've got a full time truck deal. Okay. Also on Thursday, that means you're no friend of ours. <laughs> also on Thursday, Forget TJ. Yeah. Sorry. Junior will be meeting the winner uh, Thursday of the most recent eBay Motors auction. Junior sold his 1999 Callaway Corvette. The gentleman will be in town to receive the keys, meet Junior, and take ownership of that new Corvette. On Friday, Junior, the number 88 nationwide team. We'll start preparing for Sunday's Sprint Cup race, and you know what? Taylor Zars are guaranteed that he will do better. I, I feel so this. strong. Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports 2 will bring you all the preliminary events, and then Fox will air Sunday's race. Check your local listing for start times. You know there's no dog legs there, but there is some grass. Uh-oh, watch out. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying, I'm telling you. Is that you. a dirty joke? No, he's just saying that <laughs> no. they're not going to finish. It could be could, worse. could have a okay. Texas-type situation, could, but could. I'm – I know, I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Gentlemen, Better this is one of my favorite shows today. You are incredible. I you, thought I brought my Your ego. contribution was incredible. And you know what the best Kinda part like is? like a pitcher that comes in and throws one pitch and then they take him out. <laughs> I strategically <laughs> had, got to avoid yeah. talking about why we finished 43rd, and I came in right for the fun part. Yeah, thanks a lot, You Jack. came in, ran one Play. wildcat play, and left. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> the dirty work. I'm the field goal kicker. want to thank uh, the Pigs. want to thank uh, Gus. want to thank Miss Amanda. And you, you belong above them, by the way. Uh, thanks, <laughs> right DJ. Man, Going thanks, down the pecking order Thanks here. to Dale Earnhardt wow. Jr. Thanks, Wolfie. For all those people, okay, Mike Davis too. I'm Taylor Sarser. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Do you know who else can make people happy? Um... Uh, yes, Spy can make you happy with their happy lens. Is that the right answer? Well, no. Dale Jr. can also make you happy with Spy. Right. Because his signature 88 collection has the happy lens. Imagine how happy you'll be if you have the happy lens and Dale Jr. just wins. And that way we don't even have to worry about being sad for a 43rd place finish. And we're that much happier because we already have the happy lens. And we're in the signature 88 collection. I mean, happy that, lens. That's like the ultimate scenario. Yeah, if you're a Dale Jr. fan. Yeah, exactly. It's not that just Dale Jr. wins. It's that you he wins, and you're already 
happy. Like you're, you start out happy, and you get to be happier <laughs> because you have the happy lens. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick yourself up a pair of signature. Do you know how happy that is, Amanda? <laughs> signature 88 collection on spyoptic.com and enter code Daytona. We're so happy we're still using the same ra- – the, the, the season opening race. We're so happy we haven't even thought about changing the discount code. Get 20% off. 